0: Morning, Rach. How are you feeling?
1: Oh, morning, TC. I'll be honest, I am tired.
0: Have you had better mornings? (laughs)
1: I've had better mornings, but you (laughs) did make me... Quite a toxically strong coffee, which <laughs> has helped. <laughs> yeah, buzzing so, a little bit. Yeah, tired and buzzing at the same time.
0: So, obviously, we are recording this on the Thursday morning. It is the morning after the, the awards morning ceremony. morning after. More on that shortly. Um, yeah. Rach, you also had to... Bear in mind, we got home about half past 12 last night, midnight, uh, just gone midnight. I mean, um, in olden days, that yeah. was early doors. Yeah, we'd still be out, still be out. <sighs> but, but, and, of course, you, you reminded me last night, you had World Book Day today. <laughs> yeah. So how is Zachary Quack uh, this morning?
1: Fine. He's pirated up, he's, good, he's good. happy, he's, good to he's go. got his homemade hook that I made out of an old milk bottle and a bit of cardboard, <laughs> so he's he's great. Okay. Plastic Sh- milk bottle, yeah, <laughs> no he's not going in armed with glass. <laughs> <All shards and> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh
0: um, okay, shall we go?
1: Let's do it.
2: You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast apparently live in a
3: society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilets is not a a very good idea.
1: Did you ever watch that programme, Hunted, on Channel 4? Yes, that was brilliant. Did you see the one where the guy came out of Reading station and chased him all through Reading all along the canal and eventually caught him for the ground? Yes,
0: that was brilliant. Hello. Hello.
1: I'm Rachel Nemeth
0: and I'm Tom Canning and welcome to episode 91 of the award-nominated but not winning <laughs> uh, award-nominated Real Reading Podcast. Uh, you can like us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod and search Real Reading Podcast on Facebook to find us, uh, find our little group on Facebook which would be lovely for you to do. Uh, this week we have a very special guest in the what we call studio with us. Uh, hello Mr. Pete Wheeler. Hello, Pete Wheeler. You are from Ready Pop. Hi if MD. anybody is not familiar, you've been on our podcast many times. A few I'd, times. I'd I'd say you're probably the most prolific of guests. Ooh. Uh, oh, I think is it, is it fair to say friend of the podcast? Yeah,
2: I'll, I'll take friend. Yeah, okay, be our friend. Yeah. <laughs> I <I'll> take any <laughs> friends I can to be <laughs> honest.
0: <laughs> um, and so yes, Pete is in the studio with us today, and we also have Rachel's fact of the week coming up.
1: We're missing something as well, aren't we? Oh
0: yes, where's Hubo?
1: He's, he's out. He's actually doing his real job. Ah. He's out being a roving reporter.
0: He is. So he can't so, he can't be with it's not cuz he's got a hangover.
1: No. <laughs> no, cuz he was uh, the the des last night. Yes, he, he was, was on indeed. Uh, Diet Coke duty to make sure <laughs> that I got home okay.
0: <laughs> um before we get going, I have some feedback. We wanted feedback. We got feedback. Go on. So do you remember last week we were asking about the dolls hospital, the terrifying dolls oh hospital?
1: Oh my day! I've dreamt about it <laughs> since. It's it was horrifying. Yeah.
0: So we have discovered uh, a couple of things. We've discovered where it is, is or where it was. Oh, sorry, okay, and that it does exist. Okay. So the uh, on Facebook we had uh, Sue Beckett said uh, it was great, but they couldn't repair my doll when I covered him. In, but covered her in biro oh so you know I mean not they, miracle workers clearly but you know <laughs> sometimes you lose the patient <laughs> yeah which is, sorry that's dreadful um, so yes we have the do- Pete do you know about the Dolls Hospital I'm afraid I don't no. look at this picture here absolutely terrifying oh craggy.
1: That used to be in the Broad Street Mall. I was talking about the well, history of the Broad Street Mall. No, it
0: did not. It was nearby.
1: <gasps> Has my mum given me false information? Well, so,
0: you know, uh, How? You so know embarrassed. the junction with Gun Street and um, St Mary's Butts,
1: where Pizza Express is? Yeah, just there. there be, and is,
0: is it B at one on the corner? Oh, yeah. And yep, you've yep. got the horn on the other corner. Well, you know, the grey building that goes around, uh, and the Reading Chronicle office <gasps> is next door to it. Yeah. Sorry, it's okay. We can say that. Yep. We can say that. Um, the I've re- even g- been in there. Apparently. Oh. Well, that's was it a job, job, in- <laughs> job interview?
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Here we are. Apparently,
0: it was in the grey building. In that actually I've been sent by uh, by actually by my neighbour, uh, Chris, uh, on Twitter. He sent me um, a picture.
1: Oh, don't like, make me look at it again. No, no, no,
0: no, no. I'm no, no, There's just a picture bears. of the building. So it's just on the corner. Oh, there. I know where you mean. Yeah, um, yeah. But apparently it was uh, demolished and rebuilt. Oh, uh, so it's, it's, it's because not of the, um, all the hauntings from but the from, dolls from, from the from the Doll Hospital. Yes, apparently so. So, so there's that, and also um I earlier on. So yesterday on Wednesday in the morning, I went up to the Liverpool Echo, mm-hmm. and I was sat in the reception, and I was chatting to the to the to the guy who runs the reception there. He's, Ray, oh, yeah, g- old boy called Ray. Oh, oh, you know Ray? Do I love you know Ray. Ray? Well, Ray, we were talking. We just got talking like you do. You know, you sort of fill in a bit of time before you go and do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ray said, "Oh, where have you come up from today, Tom?" I said, "Oh, Reading." And, I used to work in Reading. He's every- never told me that. Uh, well, he, you'll, need to, you'll need to bring it up with him. But he was saying, uh, yeah, he used to live in South London and travel over every morning to Reading to help build the university. Right. And he used to love coming over to Reading because on the way back, he at the station, there'd be a, a, something called a lardy cake. Mm. i have no idea what a lardy cake is oh, it's both of you both of you are aware of what lardy cakes are is this right mm. yeah oh, okay uh well i put it on uh i put it on our facebook group the real wedding pod- podcast facebook group uh, and uh, uh, linda fort said uh she said don't mind if i do thanks or are you calling me a lardy cake in which case you intention is unclear now linda is a is a very grammatically um specific and I'm very pleased to say she's written you instead of your, but I'm not uh, I'm not I'm too scared to correct her.
1: What you're gonna do it publicly on the podcast instead, yes, yeah. <laughs> well she
0: can't get me. She can't get me from she here. Um, she knows where you live. We've had a couple of hell years, Um and Steve Lutwich, your mate, has said, Good old Viz, the Lard Information Council. Yeah. Anyway, people know what Lardy cake. What is a Lardy cake?
1: I put a little comment on there too, did, oh, you? did you? Oh, did yeah, you? Yeah. Oh,
0: maybe I haven't got that far. Well, sorry, oh, so Steve. you did. Uh oh yeah. They had them lined up in the bakers in Caversham last week. They did. But they still do them.
1: Oh, yeah. It's still a thing. Okay. I don't even know what it is, really. Is it like a bun covered in l- so does, much crystalline I just associate it
4: with a lot of sugar, a lot of grease, and a lot of bun. And a, and a lot and of As a kid, that was all I wanted. Yumminess. <laughs> That's all I
1: wanted. <laughs> I'm going to have to go out to and be... find one in a minute. At <laughs> <next> <laughs> time.
0: Fantastic stuff. Mm. Okay. Um, well it's that just that,
1: the name... Puts you off a bit though, yeah, doesn't it? If, it does if it's it actually soaked in lard. is It's not lard, is it? Is it lard? Is L- it must be. Yeah, it's got to be. Ooh, that must be the fat that they use to make yeah. the bun. <laughs> yeah. I okay. myself off it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if
0: you were making up a a brand new uh, something, a brand new product to put on the shelves, like a sweet product these days, I think you'd avoid using the phrase lardy.
1: Beef lard S- yeah. in your buns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Or dripping, <laughs> a drink, yes, a dripping. Oh, bun. we're going back to that suet again, aren't we? <laughs> oh, know, we God, yeah. About last oh, trip. Tripe, anyone? <laughs> so, um, yes, we will move on. In the meantime, we'd love some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, anything you have comments on uh, on the podcast that we're talking about today? Um, today's theme is roughly around festivals, which is why Pete is here. Yeah, we'll we'll be talking to Pete in a little while. Uh, but if you'd like to get in touch, here is Jeremy.
2: Get in touch with the team. Find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com Right,
0: Rach, it's time for Rach's Fact of the Week.
2: Reading Fact of the Week Hello Rach. Hey.
0: Fact of the week time? Yeah. What have we got? What are we talking about?
1: Well, I'm going with the uh, the festival theme, as you Ooh. said. Yes. yes. Um, so, I was going to talk about WOMAD.
0: Pete, w- your face <laughs> didn't quite light up as much as I expected <laughs> just then.
1: <laughs> he already knew, that's oh, why. Oh, was yes. that's it, it was the element of yeah, surprise, yeah, wasn't, yeah, wasn't I'd, there? I'd <laughs> it. But trust
4: me, anytime we talk about festivals, anyone who knows me knows that I'm never happier than talking about festivals. <laughs> so... <laughs>
1: The more I researched Womad, though, I feel a bit sad because I never went. No,
4: I did while it was while it was in Reading. I went when it was in Reading, and then I went again last year to the new site. So for the first time, so it's quite a gap between the two. But I have to say I
0: absolutely
1: loved it both both times. So uh, rub it in, Pete. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> Here's it's
0: not a one, right? Rach, your this timer is running. Tell okay. us about oh, Womad. Okay,
1: okay, um, yeah. So Womad was uh, a festival that was held you in. You don't Reading. have to say
0: it all at once so quickly. What? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just normal voice is fine. Normal okay. speed.
1: Womad was a festival that was held in Reading uh, at Rivermead Leisure Centre, and it ran there from 1990 until 2006, when it then moved. To uh, Charlton Park, which is a big stately home over in Wiltshire. Uh, and it had to move because uh, apparently Rivermead just wasn't big enough um, really? for it. And also due to the rising production costs, uh, meant that they had to make it a bigger festival to make it prof- fr- profitable. And Rivermead just couldn't accommodate that. I'm not quite sure why they couldn't have it on the same land as where Reading Festival is if they wanted to get well, it bigger. Part of this, it
4: was part of the same site. Right. So it was a smaller so area. So they used, uh, for example, the uh, as Reading did at the time, they used the River Mead itself for some of the activities later right. on and things like that. So, yeah, I'm not entirely sure why why the size thing is part of this. I didn't realise that to yeah, be honest.
1: It's a bit weird, but they obviously had their reasons. Um, and I also didn't realise. I thought <laughs> probably quite naively, I thought that Womad was a Reading thing, um, but it, it's actually a global. Thing. They, they have festivals all around the world in Australia and New Zealand and Abu Dhabi and Spain and Italy and Chile. So we're just, well... I think you'll like the name UK. of the Australian
4: one. It's called Madelaide.
1: Nice. That is its name. Done well there. Done well there. So going back to its very beginnings. um So the festival was founded in 1980 by Peter Gabriel of Genesis fame. Um Genesis reforming apparently but without Indeed. him yeah apparently um and a guy called Thomas Bruman, who was a festival organiser and music promoter friend of yours please? no no i have to say <laughs> i assume that you know old, all festival organisers He <laughs> might still we're, be around we're working on that. <laughs> um and it started over in Shepton Mallet in Somerset and although there were some big names involved in that first festival so Peter Gabriel the drummers of Burundi are you familiar yep. with those? Uh, Echo and the Bunny Man, Simple Minds. Um, it faced financial ruin in that first year because the production costs of it were just so high. Um, and being in Shepton Mallet, the, the lo- location of it's quite rural. It's quite mm. difficult to get to, not much uh, public transport. And also, the publicity around it just wasn't sufficient to get enough people there to make it profitable. So then, what they did. Um, a guy called Tony Smith, who was the manager of Peter Gabriel and Genesis at the time, um, suggested that they perform a show over in Milton Keynes, which basically made the money that allowed them to carry on uh, with the festival. And that's, that's when, I guess, when it came to Reading. Um, so the point of WOMAD was to present music of excellence. Um, and showing passion and individuality regardless of musical genre or geographical origin so anything went basically okay which uh, it the the pictures of it just looked amazing and the kind of place where you'd end up watching something that would be completely out of your normal realms of listening but you'd probably find things that you absolutely loved that and maybe hated (laughs) but that you know you never would have thought of listening to um and there was loads of different artists collaborating on different performances and they had loads of workshops um, for creative and crafty stuff and loads of different um, food stalls for tastes around the world and and a global market and things and it just it looked probably somewhere that i would really love now yeah Uh, Yeah. you know now that we we've got a family and i think zach would absolutely love it um Yeah, and it's just a shame. I suppose Wiltshire's not that far away, though, is it, really? No, I I went last year, and
4: uh, it was about an hour and a quarter to an hour and a half to get there. And uh, in terms of what you're saying, it's got a fantastic sort of family area. Uh, In fact, Ready Pop, the charity, help um, in that area. And they also run the parade that takes place every Sunday. So if you ever do come to Ready Pop Festival, you'll see that there is a parade of um, samba drummers uh troops, the samba drummers from Ready Pop, which takes place, and that's usually kind of a warm up for their uh, parade, which they lead at uh, at oh, WOMAD right. a couple of weeks later. So there is a bit of a link, in fact, between the uh, between Ready Pop in Reading and uh, and WOMAD.
1: Right. So d- do you do you remember what bands you saw when I went the first yeah. time?
4: Yeah. Yeah. So I remember seeing Gil Scott Heron. That was a standout for me, um, and the Indigo Girls. And so obviously they're very different acts. Um, mm. And then, like you say, a lot of it's about discovery. Um, I was also a huge fan of the uh, the dance stuff. There was a club night at the time called Whirly Gig, and they took over the um, the Rivermead and had acts uh, like Banker de Gaia and Transglobal Underground and bands like this that uh, that would then do live sets alongside DJ sets. So it was just a brilliant mix of uh, mix in of music. In the sports hall. Yep.
1: God, that sports yeah, hall Yeah, you can see the basketball nets. It's in oh, some yeah. sights, doesn't it? It certainly has. Yeah blimey mm. I, I just i i didn't know whether womad was the kind of festival that had sort of big name acts or it, if it or it, if if it's global whether they were big name acts in their own countries and things whether it was yeah, a bit niche a, or it's, it's a
4: real mix especially now like mm. so um so for example um last year I went on the, uh, the Sunday and they had Orbital, who have been a well-established electronic dance act playing festivals for years, but you wouldn't think of them as being world music. But they did have an awful lot of also uh, exciting world music going on, Coco Rocco, um, a variety of other acts from all over the world that, um, that, yeah, that you wouldn't necessarily get to see in this country unless a festival like that put the effort into bringing them over. Mm. And obviously, other festivals do that as well, but they do it on such a good scale and it's just that consistency that people like and they go back knowing that maybe they haven't heard of half the acts on the uh, lineup but they've heard of a couple so they get to see a few bigger names um this year i know they've got people like kate tempest playing um but yeah so it's it's a real mix of things um across the board but it's it's a
0: really lovely event mm. but
1: it's obviously a it's, it's a shame it's not in reading yeah what what, that's exactly what i was going to say what was
0: just i i i don't know the answer to this what was the reaction like when it left was there a bit of an outcry
4: I think people were disappointed yeah i think it was a,
0: it was a shame because obviously it was a
4: it was such a contrast from what reading festival certainly yeah. was at the time and even more so now um i mean you know i will get my little promo or in but obviously there has <laughs> been an element of of what Re- what matters around about at ready pop festival throughout all of the years that we've been going and uh it's the fifth year now um so last year we had a Bibio sound machine. We've had Manchego from Brazil. Uh, there's um, Quento Tambo from uh, from Netherlands. But obviously, alongside established so it's it's that same sort of ethos, but on a smaller scale.
1: It's growing though, Pete.
4: It is. It is indeed. Ooh. We will uh,
0: we'll we'll do we'll do Ready Pop with the yeah. full yeah. session yeah. on Ready Pop in yeah. a little bit. I'm waiting Just uh, <laughs> just yeah. So ju- I mean, just to finish off on on WOMAD then. Uh, was it what Womad stood for? What did it stand for?
1: Oh, oh yeah, I should have said that. It was the world of music, arts and dance.
0: Ah, okay. I see. I thought the A was and world of music and dance, but if it was arts that's uh, Yeah. Ah, that would make a lot of sense. Was it so that, so I, I remember a, a friend at, when I was at school, a friend used to go to Womad and it I I I, 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 I hesitate to say this but it always seemed a bit sort of hippie. <laughs> With, is that is that a fair assumption or or am i way off
4: (laughs) no i think you're absolutely right about what it was like in reading and the one thing that one of my biggest memories of the fact that every night without fail there was drumming there was constant drumming there were congas there were (laughs) tam there was every kind of drum you could imagine going on outside your tent and that was a thing there was a real vibe for that and there's a lot of like you know hippie stalls and what have you but um i would say now it is it's it's a mix, but I mean, it's, it's good because I think all of the festivals have caught up. It is something that people like within a festival, yeah. whereas obviously before to have that, and then the same site about five weeks later having Reading Festival where the cuisine was very different, the music was very different. It was a completely different yeah. almost definition of what a festival is. So now I think everything's a lot closer together. Obviously Glastonbury was always a bit of both. Yes. But it's, yeah, you had those two elements and then by not having that in Reading, then it was more more on the rock side.
0: So. Okay. I think WOMAD Just
1: because of all of its, you know, you know, Reading is a very multicultural yes. town, yes, and it feels l- like it would be quite a good representation of us as a, a town to still have it here. Um, and it is a, it is yeah. a shame mm. because I want to go. Love <laughs> to. <laughs> we'd love to
0: hear a few memories of WOMAD. If anybody wants to let us know, um, do get in touch and and drop us a line. We'd love to hear your WOMAD memories. Um, Pete, very shortly is your time to shine. Oh, here I go. (laughs) Um, But uh, before we do that, that will be the end of part one. uh, And we have a little message for you. Welcome back to part two of the Real Reading podcast. We are here. Rachel and I are here with Pete Wheeler. Uh, Hello. Pete, is it? Are you a founder of Ready Pop, or are you? No, you're just a. You're a guy who knows people, <laughs> who knows people.
4: So the story of Ready Pop is it's a charity that started 21 years ago, um, and has been running since then, helping a lot of people locally, um, particularly young people to get access to music. And uh, the festival started off originally. They uh, the organisers of Ready Pop were helping with the Caversham Festival, which was yeah. a free festival in the same place where it is now. Um, and then what happened was uh, they decided to build it and that started growing and eventually it became what, Ready Pop Festival. And that was five years ago, so 2016. And then they began charging and booking bigger acts and and yeah, starting this ethos of, of bringing more interesting, varied acts across as well as still continuing to support and uh, showcase local acts. And that has then grown. And I I got involved about two and a half years ago um, when I started getting um, more bands to play, kind of doing more on the booking side of things, but also a bit more on the promotion side, just to kind of help get it a little bit more out there because I knew how good the the charity and how good the festival were. But at the time it was a bit of a best kept secret. It was pretty low key. So it was a case of uh, trying to help that build and and hopefully uh,
0: make it even better just uh just before we talk about what's going on at ready pop festival 2020 i know uh, i remember i think probably the first time you came in you you said it was uh you know there, there was maybe people hadn't quite gotten used to being charged to go to ready pop festival or, or what was the caversham festival yeah. are, are you are they over that now Are people past that have they seen what they are they seen kind of what's going on and and, and happy with that yeah
4: i think it's been a combination of things people have got used to what they can get out of the festival yeah. now and i think we've also learned a lot over the years to make it better and make it more something that people don't even hesitate to pay for yeah not just the quality of the acts but also the quality of the food that they can get the quality of the drinks um the family side really needed work and that happened um and there's a fantastic family area now um and the kids tickets are still free so that's a big part of it um so yeah it's about turning it into a festival that people would just not going to want to miss and we're going to want to buy tickets for as the overall package and that i feel is is something that's really
0: continued to happen and this year will be the best of that um now we'll talk about this year yep uh this is sometimes when i when i say this out loud and i think oh, that sounds quite derogatory it's not meant in that way at all (laughs) it's just when you come to kind of local festivals you wouldn't expect to see you, you expect sort of local acts that maybe if you're in the know then maybe you've got a half a chance of of hearing of them, of yeah. having heard of them. Or, you know, maybe you heard them on the radio or something like that. Or, in the you know, just in, in your mate saw them last night at the pub and you might have heard them. Ready Pop Festival over the last couple of years has had some actual bands that even me with my limited musical taste... <laughs> has heard of, and this he year... He hasn't
1: had Bon Jovi yet, Tom. Well, you know, I'm. St- he, st- he has I'll said... tell him. <laughs> That's the only band you know. <laughs> I did we're announcing them on Monday. I was going <laughs> to say, I did... Oh, I've
0: ruined it. John specially <laughs> requested to play. I did I see know. there was an announcement coming up, and I was going <laughs> to ask if it was uh, Mr. Bon Jovi. The but, um, yeah. yeah, so, uh, yeah, the, 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 you know, last last year you had some big bands. Um, the year before, there were, there were a yeah. couple, of, couple of really big names as well. This mm-hmm. year, I genuinely have heard of... Quite a lot of those guys. Uh, Good. Talk, talk <laughs> us through them. Okay. So yeah. So I think the big
4: one and the one that's got the most attention has been Sugar Hill Gang. Um, obviously, they're one of the one of the first kind of uh, commercially successful hip hop bands. Really, uh, first top forty hit by a hip hop band. But they've also got uh, Melly Mel and Scorpio from Furious Five. So as well as getting the Rappers Delight and your Apache, you'll also get the Message and White Lines, and basically uh, a little mini supergroup. Uh, in Caversham, performing massive hip-hop tunes and having a lot of fun. And and it's something that I saw at a festival a couple of years ago, and I thought, we've got to try and get that. And, and I'm really glad that it has come together, because um, it's, it's perfect for festivals and uh, will be a lot of fun. Um, Badly Drawn Boy, obviously, is a bit of a household name yep. as well. Won the uh, Mercury Prize back in 2000. Um, and he's also um, releasing some new music this year. He's just released one single, which I think Radio 2 have put on their playlist, and then a new album will come out before the festival. So we're excited to have someone as talented as that um, playing for us. Um, Kashin are going to play. they a Bristol dance act kind of early 2000s was their, their kind of biggest time. They had a couple of top 10 albums. Um, but again, just a really fantastic front woman in Sean Evans um, and a really good live show. So something that we wanted to bring, bring to the festival. Um, We've also got the magic numbers. uh, Michelle and Romeo um, are going to do a a duo acoustic set and the front man from Dodgy Nigel Clark. So that's something we we often do is bring a few kind of established acts as solo acts. Um, And then some fantastic newer talent as well. um, Flight a really good uh, kind of harmonious acoustic indie. Um, Hannah Williams and the Affirmations, a fantastic um, funk soul band. And Sink Your Teeth are brilliant kind of electro dance, um, a female duo um, from Norwich, and their new album is really, really good, if you like that kind of thing. you yeah. are into kind of like punk, funk, ESG, LCD sound system, stuff like that. So again, it's just that mix. We've also got Imperial Wax, which is the remaining members of The Fall. Um, and then we announced more acts since that first announcement, which include Terry Hall from The Specials doing a DJ set, um, Jesus Jones, um, and then newer acts like Stealing Sheep and Freya Beer. So uh, yeah, <laughs> that's most of them all thrown in there.
0: And and so I, I know I've asked you about this before, but it fascinates yeah. me about how you go to go through the process of getting these people in. Is it you, you just ring up and you just keep ringing or? or? Is it, it, it really or?
4: varies from from act to act um some of them deal with their own bookings a lot of them have agents yeah. and um and agents ultimately are there to get them as many big big money gigs let's be honest as they yeah. can and so we turn up as a little local charity festival and uh <laughs> usually they we're not the first one they pick up to but it's a case of things working for them and working for us yeah. And also we talk a lot about what it's about and why it's worth them, you know, seeing us differently. And that I feel is why we're having more bigger names. Yeah. Because I think more people within the industry and more acts are hearing about Ready Pop and understanding what, what we do, what the charity is about, and also what the festival can be, i.e. it's built, it's a lot busier, it's a lot of fun. And I think that that combination is, is what's, what's really helping. Any sleepless nights so far? Yeah. <laughs> Look <laughs> at my eyes. Tom. Oh, I, know, I am. I am. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's been really quite hectic. I think because this is the year that really matters for us. Um, you know, it's there's a lot of a lot involved in running a festival, and in particular, you know, the cost of running a festival. And yeah. we have very cheap tickets, and ultimately, we need a lot. Of, we need to sell a lot of those tickets, and we do sell a lot of those tickets. But we really do need to. To, you know, have people there in order to cover yeah. that and to actually raise money for the charity. And that's what this year is about, is making it a proper proper fundraiser for the for the charity.
1: What's the capacity? So
4: it's 5,000, but um, obviously there's a lot of people working. And there's volunteers, there's bands. So it's about 4,500 actual punters.
1: Okay. You've got the Etsy market there again.
4: That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're coming back. Yeah, they were fantastic last year. And, uh, yeah, so we'll have uh, at least sort of 10 different stalls of... Uh, of arts and crafts and uh,
0: other little things that you can enjoy
1: is Becky sorted that out she is indeed Yeah, yep, another yep. friend of the pod friend of you the you pod yes ah, Becky's yes. been on to talk to us about that yeah. as well
0: uh, I noticed on that list as well you've got the uh, the small strings I'm a big fan of the small strings uh, yeah absolutely um, they are they are now coming to play a festival that I'm involved with uh, yes eventually. I heard this yeah, yeah <laughs> indeed <laughs> so yeah it gets around it but they, I've seen them at Burfest and Reading Festival they're, they're yeah. great ukulele great. we had Dave Stewart on to talk to us ah. uh, I think this might have been through you actually it might have been uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember anyway it we've had Dave on uh, to talk to us about ukulele and playing that was great
4: they're one of the core
0: ready pop community
4: bands and um, so they always play at the festival but also we tend to get them involved in in special appearances so last year they um, performed with Mark Morris from the Blue Tones and came on and did one of their best known songs with him and uh, we have something else up our sleeve for this year but we're not going to tell you what quite yet exciting stuff
0: yeah. Um, Pete, is there anything else you wanted to add just before we uh, we wrap up? We've got a minute and a half left.
4: Absolutely. So um, we're recording on the Thursday morning. So by now you'll already know this, but Transglobal Underground have been added. And they're my seamless link to WOMAD because they're one of, one of the great kind of uh, world fusion acts who bring together... Um, electronic dance music and uh africa music indian music all from around the world and they're going to be a spectacle i would say for this year's festival so if there's any part of you that's hankering for womad to be in reading then do not miss transglobal underground at ready pop festival this summer where can we get tickets they are available on eventbrite and also on readypop.co.uk lovely Rachel, you what night? Are
1: they, when are they playing? Transglobal. Yeah.
4: We're actually not announcing which days <gasps> things
1: are on quite yet. I know. Ooh, I know cheeky. it's that thing, isn't um, it?
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> to, uh, to to use a phrase that is leveled at us quite a lot, clickbait.
1: <laughs> 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 I
0: don't know what you could possibly <laughs> mean. <laughs> dragging someone in. <laughs> oh. It's a selling fast, guys. <laughs> 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 nothing. nothing. <laughs> uh, thanks very much, Pete. Um, Paul, are you going to go. go? I'm, I'm going to definitely I, go. So la- yeah, last we year such a great oh. time last year. I couldn't go last year for. I can't think we were away. And the year before, it was the football. Sorry, Pete. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, if I can go this year, it'd be great. Because uh, Pete always gives us um, uh, a couple of the acts come on the podcast. And they're always brilliant. And I and, uh, like, I meet them and they're so nice. And I just, uh, I want to go and see you play. And I, uh, and then I can't. Uh, but I w- I'd like to go. I'd definitely like to go. It you does really sound should. great. It sounds great. All right, stop making me feel bad. <laughs> no, I won't stop. We went on the
1: Friday <laughs> night last year. Uh, it was brand, brand new, new heavies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah, we'd yeah. said, Rich and I said, we'll go. I'll be there for when the gates open at whatever it was, half five, six. O'clock it's six or o'clock. Or six yeah. o'clock. So we were there when it opened, and I said, we'll stay for as long as, until Zach says I'm tired now. Yeah, and he lasted until court to oh, eleven. That is amazing. Yes. You I think only missed, have missed about two songs. Yeah, I think it was probably their two biggest ones, to be <laughs> fair. Like, but tend to
4: do that, don't they? Yeah.
1: yeah, but he did so well. We had a great Fantastic time. Fantastic so stuff. We'll definitely be back.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. Right. Uh, I- Pete, your time is up. Oh, okay. Uh, are you all right to stay with us just till till the end? Are you going to hang around? Of course. Um, yeah. You've got nothing better to do? No. No. Fun <laughs> well, <laughs> sleep would be nice. <laughs> <but> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I won't do that. Um, you recently got married, didn't you, last I year? I did, yeah. Yeah, yep. September. How's that going?
4: Lovely. Good. Good, thank you. Yeah, Happy. Good.
0: I think still married is the only <laughs> acceptable answer really, so um okay, thanks Pete. Uh we no will move on. Okay, uh right, uh oh should we let Pete as Pete staying with us? Should we let him do the honours? It's the random question time. Yeah, be rude not to, it? It would be rude. Okay. Uh okay, random question.
1: Yep.
2: the random question
0: pete it's the random question time would you like to stick your hand in the mug the special i love reading mug um i'm r- delving Here i love go. reading mug no, mark two yeah, pick, a lovely a mug. pick a good one pete don't pick the same one as last week that's all i will say we
1: are going to talk about last night as okay, well. Okay, uh, yeah one. we will don't we yeah.
0: what have we got pete <laughs> it's very well folded. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm
4: good. What was your favourite after school club or activity? Oh. oh
1: I can't think what my favourite was. Well, I know what my not favourite was. What was your
0: not favourite? Detention.
1: No, ah. jumping jimmies. Mm. What? Like kids' gymnastics. Oh, right. Fell off a horse box and uh, <laughs> broke my right elbow. Oh, gosh. Still not quite right. Oh. I can't touch my shoulder with that arm. Oh. Because it Can doesn't. you touch
0: your shoulder with the other arm? Yeah. Like. Oh wow! Okay, just just so uh, just a visual visual uh, it's one not there, good it's not good radio No, <laughs> she can't do it. That's weird. <laughs> no. uh, one? Okay. Yeah. Um, so that
1: was two. jumping jimmies.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. I I quite I always enjoyed trampolining. Did you? I was great. I loved trampolining. Just bounce. Wow. Up in the air, <laughs> land again. Um. Yeah. Trampolining at Bracknell Sports Centre. What a what a place.
1: You spent a, a lot of time in there. Isn't that well where I, you worked? I worked, worked there, well there for afterwards. a little while. Yeah. yeah. yeah
0: so. I think for
4: me it was table tennis. Oh, okay. I, I liked a bit of after-school table tennis. But also, I liked running, but not in the winter. So cross-country. <laughs> Fair weather. Not yeah, a fact. Exactly. Sports So, day. yeah.
0: That would be me. Where, oh, where, oh, sorry. Oh, I have
1: thought of another one, one that I did really like. Go on. When I was at um, secondary school, um, there was a group of us. We learned how to play the steel drums.
4: Oh, right. Ah.
1: With a really nice chap called Bob Paris taught us how to play the steel drums and (laughs) we used to go and play um like fates and things in the summer oh fantastic wear a really leery bright orange (laughs) t-shirt with uh, some sort of tropical scene on it um yeah no that was good i still love a steel band now if i hear one i gravitate towards it Got one of those, Pete?
4: We we may well do. Uh, if we <laughs> well ra- if locally, Raspo, uh, one of the great ones. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're no. part of Culture Mix, which is another um, NPO charity in Reading, and uh, they're fantastic. You'll often see them in uh, in Broad Street. Yes. Um, oh, okay. I
1: probably have seen them then.
4: And uh, oh. I. I I can't confirm or deny whether they're going <laughs> to play this year but um, there's certainly yeah we recommend <laughs> seeing and if them if they know that, that I that way, want to see them then, then I'm that sure that's all a the g-
1: difference. A given
4: isn't
0: it now yeah. <laughs> clearly <laughs> uh, p w- w- are you from round here
4: I'm from Marlow originally Oh, okay. oh yeah. lovely lovely oh, posh part of the world posh boy. Mm, posh, yeah yeah couldn't afford yeah. to stay there No. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I
0: moved yeah Maidenhead and then yeah here, so okay um, Gra- gravitated towards the center of the universe <laughs> really always
4: but I did things that used to come here a lot when I was when I was young I used to you know
0: did a little bit of
4: underage drinking in this <laughs> town um and uh yeah like my formative days were in places like uh washington heights i was gonna say club on a sunday and does. the after dark back in okay. the glory days so yeah so i'm not i'm not a newbie he's, uh, he's not said the uh the u
0: word so we're don't. all right no, just don't We're do trying it. to We'd get through our oh, whole, whole thing. Right i never went i never went to the u word no he's not here no. we don't need to <laughs> <laughs> reminisce about that place today um before we go, uh, we just wanted to, <laughs> so we decided it was going to be really fun to do a little bit of recording on the way to the awards gig right. on uh, on Wednesday night. Sorry, I'm getting my days confused. On Wednesday night, uh, we did a little bit of recording, and I have, by the time this comes out, I will have pulled it all together and made a little uh, travel log for One you. Um, what I will say is that uh, Rach had some interesting words for the uh, the Shard. You compared it to a poor man's spot what did i call it? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> poor man's blade poor man's blade that's what you <laughs> called it so um yeah uh, we'll we'll put that on just a second but Rach... did
1: we also record on the way home on the yeah we did well? i'm
0: looking forward to you uh, oh listening gosh. to that one that should be i uh, yeah it, we, it was good fun we had a we had a great night um we didn't win no we didn't win but yeah uh,
1: no apparently there were other pods that were more polished yeah which, uh, f-
0: Yes, it, it it turned it turned out as a lot of Especially the awards with these <laughs> microphones and that mixer. Hey, hey people. ow! how is that possible? I know, <laughs> I know, right? Um no, it, it turned out as they were going through some of the, some of the um criteria for uh, these podcasts winning the awards were mm-hmm. uh, commercial <laughs> commercial like um uh, what do they call it what do they call viability? it viability yeah, yeah like commercial, commercial right. viability and, and scalability and stuff like that right. uh, production values <laughs> and mm. this kind of thing and and the three of us were just sort of looking at each other going hmm, <laughs> I don't well, think no, this one's in the no, back guys I, don't think we've <laughs> <laughs> I, must, I have to say uh, uh, as, as sort of self-absorbed ab- self as it was at Bay Sound I actually did think with our Wide variety of different things that we talk about, and the people we have on. I, yeah. I genuinely thought we had quite a high chance of winning. Yeah. What I probably should have done is checked out the opposition because the one that the one that won, I think, was it was called sixteen. Was it called sixteen shots? Sixteen, 16 shots, shots or something? And it was about, um, I think, it was about crime in Chicago, right? Which, uh, with the greatest of respect. I there was also the Chicago Tribune, so they had some quite they, high that production was values. Made by the, yeah, yes, by the Chicago so, Tribune. Uh, a little, little in a old studio, no yeah, doubt. in a proper <laughs> studio, rather
1: than gathered round a table <laughs> like us. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but this is more charming. <laughs> <isn't> well, <laughs> yes. Well, this is, exactly, this is exactly this is exactly what we decided. Yep. This is
0: charming. Uh, it's and not and always
4: the winning; and sometimes it's the taking no. part. No.
0: Well, the trouble is, so they they went through all the awards. They went through all the awards, and then. Um, They came up with a an an additional award which we'd have known about if we'd read the program, but we were drinking. (laughs) Um, And at the end, it was like the um, the podcast of the publisher podcast of the year award, and all three of (laughs) us suddenly went, "Oh, maybe they've singled us out for." (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> just for for the variety of... Because the, the podcast I entered had Hugh's story about going to school with Ricky Whittle. Uh, I had an interview with Brian Moynard from the retreat talking about the pickled onion contest. And I had plenty <laughs> of pickled onion anecdotes ready to get up. You know, I, I, I was going to get up and say, oh, uh, well, I, having recently judged a pickled onion contest, I know how tough this judging lark is, is what I was going to say. Right. But London London will never hear this. I'm going to have to fill while Rachel stops laughing. Um <laughs> So we we were sort of suddenly we just I think I think all three of us went Did you
1: really think that we were gonna well, scoop well, the big just, one? Just, just, been just, been thinking just, about
0: just this for a little moment year. just for just for a little moment. Because they were talking about things like like, you know, uh the the variety of, of they they were talking about like this all the sort of stuff that we do. Not necessarily well, but all the sort of stuff that we do. They were talking about the variety of of uh, things, the topics, the and I thought, Oh, oh And then and then they went uh, and they've already and and they they've they were the best. They were the winners in their own category. And ah, uh, all right, it's not us. Oh, So, no, We didn't win, and we're not bitter at no. all. But it was good fun. It was. It was. Uh, sorry, I need to stop saying we're not bitter because it makes it sound like we are. We had a lovely time. Uh, it was nice to Ooh. go along.
1: The thing is, I think when we went up there, I, d- I mean, I never thought that we. <laughs> I should probably be more positive, <laughs> but I was like, oh, well, We're not going to win, but it's an experience and everything. And then we started to get a bit nervous. Yeah. For sort of five minutes beforehand, we were <laughs> like, "Oh my god, go- like guys, what, yeah, f- yeah. what if we have to go up? We can't get out. We're trapped yeah. behind this table. We <laughs> yeah. can't. We can't actually get out to go and get the award." And it's then when we didn't win, it was like, "Oh god, yeah. now I feel like a, a loser." Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it, it would seem that it didn't matter that we were trapped behind the table. That's why we were there. Yeah. <laughs> so. I like the idea that you'd have actually like lifted the table oh, up yeah. and it's so much. Yes.
4: And like <laughs> <left> <laughs> it <laughs> over in excitement.
0: Hugh, bless him, kept. Uh, suggesting that he might whip the tablecloth off. He kept threatening <laughs> to do it. Oh uh, no, Hugh. No, it was wobbly enough without him trying oh. to do that. So, um, yeah, so that that was the story of our...
1: There's always next year. There's By next th- year, yeah. we might be more polished. Mm. Yep. Organised. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Organised. Yeah. Better microphones.
1: Better microphones. Don't go crazy, ah. Pete. Sorry, sorry, don't I don't know what I am thinking.
0: <laughs> tell you what, tell you what, Pete. If yep. you, uh, if you, when you, when you leave us today, if you can just send me a link to some microphones <laughs> that might be slightly better within our price range, right? And that would be wonderful, and I'll consider. Okay, we can go but up to ten pounds. Yeah. Well, we're talking. About that's your price range, okay? Crikey. Well, you know, it's it is what it is. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, do you want to have a listen to our little travel log?
1: Not really.
0: Well, good because you won't have to. But okay. I'll put it. I'll put it in afterwards. Okay. From from this point.
1: I'm worried what I said. Tower Hill is Street. Yeah, like half
0: an hour. That is the sound of Rachel
1: explaining to Hugh where we're going on the tube. I'm being the navigator.
0: Uh, we are on the way to the Publisher Podcast Awards. Rach, how are you feeling?
1: I'm quite excited. A <laughs> bit nervous. A bit, ner- bit nervous. Oh. Why? Why? I don't know, really. Just, I've never been to an awards ceremony before.
0: <laughs> Let alone one you might win.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. I, I should be more optimistic, shouldn't I? Yeah, you should. yeah. Just a bit. Yeah. It
3: is true. We might win. That is, we've been nominated, so therefore...
0: There is literally a one in five chance. <laughs>
3: A 1 in 5 chance, yes.
0: Have you, Hugh, have you listened to all of the competition?
3: No. That was your... I haven't even listen to you tell me who the competition is. <laughs>
0: that was, you had one job. I had many jobs. How are you feeling?
3: I'm feeling slightly tense because I've left the county boundaries, which always makes me a bit nervous.
0: <laughs> How do you feel about being forced to do this?
3: Yeah, yeah, not happy, not happy. You've gone
0: to the top of my revenge list, which is long and complex. Fantastic, this is good news. We'll uh, check in in a while. We're here, made it.
1: We found it. Been abusing my organisational skills, we
3: are
0: here. here. We've been walking around some very
3: slippery streets of London town. In the
1: rain. rain. But we're here, but if our name's not on the list, we're not allowed in. It's probably
3: because they're paved with gold. (laughs)
0: What the streets? Streets, right? Yeah. Is that why they're slippery? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, uh, uh, hopefully
0: we'll get in in a minute. So, bye. Hey guys. Hey. We uh, we didn't win.
1: I, I feel a bit sad about that. i a bit sad too. I feel a bit like a loser. Does it does it help? Well, you know. It's weird because I never thought we'd actually win. <laughs> does it help that we've like had a, loser.
0: a couple of juices?
1: I just had Ribena. Yes. I don't um, know what
0: you had. Yeah, mostly fizzy.
3: Lemonade. Apples, fizzy apple juice. Apple
1: juice. Yes.
3: Okay. Hugh, what did you have? I had actually did have Diet Coke. Oh
0: okay.
1: <laughs> right. Hugh is basically Square. our chaperone. Square. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, it's been good fun. It's been good fun. We've, yeah, had, a good we've had a
1: good time. We've had
0: a good time. We're back on the station, ready to go home. Um, we don't know where the train is. We we went. We saw. Uh, we've seen a building that like we couldn't see the top of. Uh, yeah. Rage. What did you describe it as? Oh,
1: it's like a, a wannabe blade or yeah. something. Like... like it was like the blade, but not as good.
0: What's the point if you can't see the top of it? Doesn't matter, does it? Really? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this together into like a documentary of our London trip. Have we d- learned anything?
1: Do you feel? Um, like... and the train? No, learned We've it. learned that the train is now approaching
2: platform one. No, I've learned that you've recast history because it was me
3: who said it. The poor man's blade. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Not Rachel, who's,
0: who shamelessly took credit for my my quip. <laughs> I feel like that's the best way of.
1: I uh, can't remember how I got onto the platform, let alone who
0: said what. <laughs> um, we also had a bit of trouble finding the station itself. Yep. Um, it said no entry and then it's head around to the is, oh, this, is this is this us i don't know right back in a minute um we're on the tube and i think we we all have some thoughts and we think that it's you know we all should be able to get home a bit quicker um Rachel, you had some suggestions earlier same old same old monorail Mono- of course why have we why have we not got a monorail it doesn't make any sense does it
1: hugh also suggested uh, teleportation
0: he did, Hugh. What did you say about teleportation?
3: That there's not been enough investment in it from governments around the world, and so therefore it's not a thing. Whereas in Star Trek, it was a thing about thirty years ago,
0: forty years ago. Are, so we, are we? We need to
3: get with the times, quite frankly.
0: Are we? Uh, you know, get, is, you, is this a shout out to Reading Borough Council and Councilor Tony Page?
3: <laughs> yes, hi Tony. Yes, I'd like to see a lot of investment in teleportation booths around Reading Town Centre, please.
0: Hugh, you're not massively comfortable um, either going out or coming to the big city, are you? No. No, I'm not.
1: It's okay. I chaperoned him. He was okay. I looked after him.
0: Have you had a nice evening, though?
3: I have quite, quite enjoyed myself. For, for, by, by, st- by my standards, that's pretty good. And so, <laughs> therefore, I will go home feeling content.
0: I, I know I'm making slight. Fun. I have to get up at five o'clock, which is, in a, which is in about half an hour. I, I know I am making slight fun of you, but in fairness, you do have to get up a ridiculously early time in the morning to do an early shift on Berkshire Live. This
3: is correct. Yes, I need to be in the office at quarter past six, which uh, by all accounts is in about what twenty-five minutes.
0: Uh, no, it's it's like it's ten o'clock.
3: Uh, well, I
0: need to go straight to the office from this train.
1: Tom. Yes. Are we ready to go home?
0: I think we're ready to go home. That was our travel log. This is where we pretend that we're... Very we're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> roughly that voice. Uh, okay, uh, in the meantime, here is Jeremy with how you can get in touch with us.
2: If you enjoy our prattlings about Reading, and if you've come this far, we assume you must be... Please hit subscribe on your podcast app to get the latest episode every Monday morning. You can find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com.
0: Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, Don't forget, if you know someone we should be speaking to on the show, please do get in touch via Facebook or Twitter. If you have a moment, please also give us a rating on your podcast app. And if you have time, please submit a review. We haven't had a review for a while. That would be, I think the last, I checked, the last review we had was a year ago. It was a good one, so I'm not complaining. But yeah, uh, we'll be back next week when um, we will be speaking to someone. This is how organized we were. I haven't even organized next week's interview yet, so we'll find someone to speak to. Um, I just want to say thank you to Ray on the Liverpool Echo desk for reminding, for telling me about lardy cakes. That was a a lovely find this week. Lovely, Uh, Ray. And also, Pete, thank you to you for coming in. You're very welcome
1: Always a pleasure to see you
0: Absolutely Absolutely um, And we'll undoubtedly speak to you soon uh, Good luck with everything Thank uh, you And just if anybody wondered I think uh, I don't know if I say this very often It's always in the notes But our theme music is by you
4: <laughs> Well not just me
0: No but your your but band. The band that I'm in Yes, yes. yes. Uh, And it's lovely It's called uh, Real Life Yes indeed And it's by Twin Sun Yep and you can buy it in all good record stores, <laughs> or listen to it online. Yeah, Spotify. It's got words on it. The real, the, the yes, proper it does, version has it does, words. It's
4: amazing. It? Jen singing on it. Who's also yeah.
0: in Saltwater Sun, and
4: she's great. Ah, uh,
0: okay. Oh, lovely. Well, uh, yes, we are going to. Yeah, so uh, it's by you, Twin Sun. Twin Sun, real life. Yeah. Excellent. And just one final plug: tickets for Ready Pop are available now at. They are available at Eventbrite or ReadyPop.co.uk/festival. Marvelous. Thank guys. We'll see you in a week. Bye.
2: Bye. You're listening to the Real Reading Podcast. We apparently live in a society where people
3: who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilet is not a, not, not a very good idea. Did
1: you ever watch that programme? Uh, Hunted on Channel Four. Yes. Yes, that Did was you brilliant. see the yes. one where yes. the guy came out of Reading Station yes. and chased him all through Reading yes. all along the canal and eventually caught him at the punning down?
0: Yes, guy. that was brilliant.